I think it's rather providential that we get this gospel on the 12th Sunday that we continue on outside the 12th Sunday of public mass here at Sacred Heart. And it's wonderful to get to be out here in this particular setting as we hear this parable that we know so well with the parable of the sower who went out to sow. And I say that because like this past week, I just hit six years as pastor of Sacred Heart, which is an incredible honor. And to look around and see just everything that's happened. I mean, especially as you drive up Lumen Christi, you know, those trees that line the street coming up. I mean, I remember when I got here, they look like twigs. But six years later, you know, it's starting to grow up. In fact, I wish that these trees were a little bit taller. So those of you a little bit further back could also get some shade. It would be nice. But we know that one day that will happen. And the thing is, I mean, even looking around, we just had the grass cut, you know, I mean, just a couple days ago. And already, you know, you're getting the little, like, white tops on the grass. And, you know, and just how quickly things sort of, I don't want to say deteriorate, but how we have to keep things going all the time, right? I mean, it's amazing how if you just kind of leave the front steps alone, they get dirty, right? If you want them to keep looking like this, you have to keep washing them. Thank you, Erwin and Olivia. They look lovely now. So they worked really hard a couple of weeks ago, and now we have very nice front steps. You know, and to look around, to kind of keep things looking nice, we've got to keep at it all of the time. And the thing is, as I said, you know, I've been pastor for six years. I didn't found Sacred Heart. I received it. And frankly, none of you did either. We all received the gift that is this parish. And yet in receiving it, we all have to keep working hard to keep it at what it is. Because if we just sort of kick back and let things just kind of do what they do, you know, how quickly this place would look like a dump, to be honest with you. I mean, it's it's crazy how fast everything grows up, how quickly when school's not in session, the swallows take up residence over there. And I just want to say thank you to the guys for relocating them, although they still want to keep coming back. And I apologize for that. But, you know, it just it's, it's amazing how much work it takes to keep things the same, so to speak, right? And you look at this today in the gospel and our Lord giving us this parable of the sower. And more important even than the beautiful parish that we have is the parish of your soul, because that's the one that will last forever. And in the same way that we can't just sort of let things happen as they do around here, we have to work hard to maintain what we have. The same is very much true in your soul. You've got to maintain the ground that you've been given. And here's the thing, when it comes to your faith, It's not as though you founded it. It's not as though you sort of like built this up in yourself. It's a gift. In fact, St. Augustine has a beautiful quote that I love. It's that God created you without you, but he won't save you without you. He's going to continue to give us everything necessary. As we see in the parable, right, that the sower, you know, being God, you know, giving us his word, giving us grace, giving us everything that we need. He continues to pour it out. But the question is, how do you cooperate? How do you allow for all of that to come in? And in the same way that, you know, to take care of the grounds here takes daily attention. And don't get me wrong. I mean, it's not like every day 
is the project of 10 years ago, right? That we had to, you know, sort of carve out the ground and build the church and all of that. And same thing downtown. It's not like every day was that kind of like huge project, but it does take daily maintenance and care. And the same thing is even more so true with our hearts, with our relationship with God. We've received that first installment, so to speak, right? The first fruits that St. Paul is talking about in the second reading. But we continue on in those labor pains as, yes, time continues to pass, as we experience that corruption. And so we have to be devoted to the daily maintenance that it takes. And I would say the good sort of reassuring thing in that is to know that God is going to take whatever angle he has to, to keep trying to break in there. In fact, the whole setting of the gospel today is a proof of that. At this point, we're at chapter 13 in the gospel of Matthew. Jesus has already given the Sermon on the Mount. He has already healed lepers. He's already raised people from the dead. And yet, people still don't get what's going on. They still just kind of like close off, or as he says, their hearts have become dull. And so what does he do? He starts telling parables. He starts trying to break in there in a different way. And that's where we have this awesome sort of reassurance that he's going to keep his end of the bargain. He's going to keep trying to break in there into our hearts, even when we get a little dull, right? And I'll be honest, we all do it, you know? Like, I don't like having to keep up the maintenance all the time, even personally. And that's why when I need a haircut, I just have it all shaved off, you know? Because I don't want to keep going back. I don't like that. I would rather set it and forget it and be done, you know? Someday I'll get there. I won't have to get a haircut anymore because I'll be bald, you know? I know it's coming. It's okay. But, you know, we can be that way so often with so many things, right? How many of us think... Good Lord, I got to mow the lawn again? I just did this three days ago. Well, we got three days of rain, so you got to do it again, right? When it comes to our spiritual life, which is more important than our lawn, which is more important than our physical appearance, mainly our hair, right? Ultimately, our relationship with our Lord, he's doing everything he can. He's giving us all that he's got. But like I said, St. Augustine said he created you without you, but he won't save you without you. You've got to do your end of the bargain. And it's not always going to be the huge task of building the church, but you do have to pick up the garbage. You do have to mow the lawn. You do have to do those daily tasks, mainly taking time aside and praying, cultivating the ground of your heart, making sure that you're cutting back the thorns, not just of anxiety, but the lure of earthly riches. Remember how hard it is to pray When you're on vacation, when all of a sudden you do actually have some time and you can kind of kick back and put up your feet, for some reason, at least it's this way with me, that's when it's hardest to pray, right? Like, I've got all this time in front of me, and yet to take the time aside and pray can be difficult. We've got to do it every day, whether we're on vacation or whether it's a work day, whatever it is, we have got to cultivate and till the ground of our heart and let our Lord in there. We know, we're guaranteed, he's going to provide it. He's going to keep pouring out that grace upon us, even if it's not obvious. Even if we feel like the sun is just bursting down upon us and we're overwhelmed, still, we've got to do the daily work that it takes to be open to him. 
And in the ways that we can see that in parables all around us throughout creation, like I said, I think it's providential we're outside today because, frankly, it's a lot harder to keep everything up outside, especially this time of year, than it is inside. In the same way, your soul takes that kind of cultivation. Dedicate yourself to time in prayer every day, to examining your conscience every day, to make sure that you're picking up that garbage in your soul and throwing it away. Make sure that you're doing the heavy lifting, so to speak, of charitable acts, of going out there and proclaiming the gospel, especially to a world that so often is you know, overwhelmed by the anxieties or the lure of riches to remind people of all that we've been given. And the great thing is, is when we do that, our Lord's word is true. We begin to experience that fruit a hundred or sixty or thirtyfold. We get to enjoy it and so do others. Because what's the thing that the world needs the most? Saints living their day-to-day lives in love with Jesus Christ and seeing the fact that we do have hope. It takes work, yes. We've got to be dedicated to that daily staying close to him because if not, the grass grows up fast, the garbage builds up, things get more and more difficult. But we stay close to him faithfully, receiving what he gives us. My brothers and sisters in Christ, infinity's the limit. He continues to call us deeper and deeper into his love and he'll keep doing everything that he has to do to make that grace available. The question is, Are you doing everything you can do to receive it? Praise be Jesus Christ.